Cowabunga. Hello, heroes, and welcome to a green, mean, pizza-chomping machine of adventure. We are going to order pizza for this, even if it does wreck some of our turtle tummies. Our setting this week is the 1987 Ninja Turtles cartoon. But before we get into the action, why don't we meet our players? First, my friend, Ross Kelly, who adventure listeners will remember as the voice of Ash on our Pokemon episode. Ross, why don't you say hi to the people? Hi, folks. I've Uh, got nothing to plug here. I love you all. Last time you plugged Never Tell Me the Pods, and I'm wondering why you didn't plug oh, that this time. Yeah, oh, yeah. No, fell out, fall, fell out with the owner on that one. <laughs> oh, uh, fair, fair enough. Personal, creative, and... Emotional? All sorts of differences. Uh, yeah. Never Tell Me the Pods, if you want to hear someone I personally hate, <laughs> definitely download that. Wow. Uh, I feel like it's pretty harsh towards Johnny, but uh, he's up next. Um, hi. Good to be here. Uh We've got Johnny, who played Meowth and Ron Weasley in previous episodes. Yeah, um, different uh, different episodes. Unfortunately, different episodes. Same. We haven't done the crossover yet. Um, you know, I also played uh, Moaning Myrtle and um, uh, uh Mercus. Mercus, yeah. Um, and he's also on Never Tell Me the Pods. Um, yeah, and and um, there's a lot of places you can see me do stuff. You're not gonna say Dilton Ball. Yeah, Dilton Ball, which is a podcast with a bad name. Houndstooth, which is a, an improv team with a good name. And uh, First Kiss, which is an improv team with a good name, too. So catch me around at I.O. and the Bug House Theater and wherever. Or, uh, he's also in Campaign. Whatever. We're not going to talk about Campaign? Yeah, yeah, that, too. Uh, finally, we've got a newcomer to Adventure, uh, Nick Lang, who many listeners will recognize for his role in Team Starkid Productions. Uh, Ross and I, I don't know if this is weird, so I'm just going to get it out of the way. Ross and I went to see Holy Musical Batman a few years back, and you were very good as Robin. So I'm just oh, going to say that. Thanks. Uh, and you're playing remotely because you're currently trapped in Dimension X. Uh, is there anything else you want to say from, from Dimension X? Uh, not too much. It's uh, kind of, you know, it's hot. Hot over here. That's really not what I expected. I did not expect Dimension X to be so hot. It is. It's hot. You know, it's like the sky is red. That means it's hot. It's terrible. <laughs> uh, well, now that we've met our that players. All checks out. Yeah, that all checks out. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the system. Uh, we'll be playing Savage Worlds, which is... As Johnny said, it's a system we last used during our Harry Potter adventure. In my head, it was called Active Worlds, but I'm realizing now that that is like an old. It was like, it, it was like an old, old Second Life type game. Oh my god! <laughs> Can we please do an adventure in that at some point? <laughs> anyway, say, do your show. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Savage Worlds—it's a generic system that can be used for a variety of settings. And if it works for this, I'm just telling you right now, I'm not going to learn another dang system for this show. Um, <laughs> players, lo- they roll dice equal to their skill rating, which is between a D4 and a D12. And then they add a wild dice, which is always a D6 to it. Um, and the wild dice and the other dice that they roll, if they um, roll the maximum value of the die, you get to roll it again. So they can blow up that way. Um, and each result, which is a four or more, is a success. And so you can get a 4 or an 8 or a 12, and those are 1, 2, and 3 successes. So I've tweaked the base system to make it a little bit more turtle-friendly. Uh, a lot of our listeners uh, really helpfully sent me a bunch of um, systems that we could use for this, and I like just did a horrible hodgepodge of all of them. Um, but I did find a really cool character sheet that I put on Twitter uh, that I like. It just has some nice fonts and stuff. And then I drew some terrible turtle fan no, art. This is very good. Really? Yeah, I mean, Michelangelo is saying um, the emoji of pizza. <laughs> yeah. 
That's literally what I did. I think Donatello's like making the force choke gesture. He's. I tried I to make really it look get. like he was like thinking or holding his chin, and then I realized like I didn't know how to draw three fingered turtle hands. It, uh, well, neither did the animators most of the time, so you're good on do that. Do you know how to do the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle like handshake? No. In real life, if you put your pinky and ring finger together, and then your middle finger and pointer finger together, and then you grab like that. Oh my! This is the like interlock. The dopest thing I've ever with somebody else. Oh my god! Yeah, and it looks like the turtles because they only have three fingers. I've never felt closer to you. Yeah, it was kind of beautiful. Turtle power. Turtle power. Um, can I say that when they say turtle power now, now it makes me feels bad. It feels bad and weird. Um, but anyway, we'll talk about that. Uh, we'll talk about that later. I tweaked the base system a bit to make it more turtle friendly, and also because like I don't care about rules, so um. All the turtles start with extra armor. I figured that was like their mutant thing. And then they have they have all... shells. They have shells, yeah. Um, and then I uh, they also have like the cold blooded trait, which makes them more vulnerable to like fire and heat, which is something that like you can see in some of the games and also just made sense. Um, and they also have two base skills, which are called turtle power and ninjutsu. Turtle power is it's a skill that involves tricks that the boys can do with the fact that they are turtles. So anytime like you guys want to like do something dumb with your shell or like the fact that you're a turtle. You can use your turtle power skill, and it'll run off of whatever your primary ability is. And then um, ninjutsu is just all of the stuff that you can do as a ninja. Thanks to Master Splinter. Yep, thanks to Master Splinter. So uh, you'll recall that Splinter taught them to be ninja teens. Mm-hmm. Um, Which mm-hmm. he got started early when they were ninja babies. And he's like, someday you're going to be a teen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they got a limited window for their skills. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the villains have a few tricks up their sleeves as well, but we'll be uh, saving talking about those as they come up. Uh, because I'm kind of thinking that the villains can be handled in more of like a cinematic style thing and less like, let's track all their hit points. Um, so uh, with all that out of the way, now we're going to do something incredibly awkward, which I like to do at the beginning of it, every adventure, which is sing the Ninja Turtles theme song. Sure. Well, well like which not is, every which time. Which is dumb because like we did Harry Potter. Yeah, and we, and sang, we sang the, the Ninja, Ninja Turtles, Turtles theme song and it was just inappropriate. Pokemon is a totally viable theme song, but for some reason it's yeah. all Ninja Turtles all the way down. Um, so <laughs> should we just get st- should we just get started yeah, uh, let's with do that? It. Okay. Uh, who wants to do the like dumb little voice like that? They're really hip. Someone has to. Oh, do I'll that. do it. Okay. Uh, that means that the rest of us are just going to be going Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles when he's doing that. <laughs> okay. Uh, does anyone need the lyrics? Like I know some people have. Nah. Um. Would that be helpful? No, I think we're. I'm good. I was planning to follow you. So this is going to be awful. Okay. Um. Russ, just lean over here and look at the lyrics. Yeah, fine then. Teenage Mutant lyrics. Um. I can bring it up on my phone. I'm an. I'm an you're an I'm adult. An adult. Then, you're a teenage. Wait, are mutant. we do? We're doing the original one, not the like early 2000s reboot because yeah, of course. That, that had a great that had a great message in the theme song what was the message there was one obey the rules of the martial arts yeah. two never mm-hmm. fight unless, unless someone, someone else starts three, i did watch the show no matter what four if yeah. all else fails it's time, it's to, time to, to kick, kick butt, butt. Uh, that was a good show which i think is a good good message let's do this Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Heroes in a half shell. Turtle power. They're the world's most fearsome fighting. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. They're heroes in a half shell. And they're green. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. When the evil Shredder attacks, these turtle boys don't count him no slack. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Splinter taught them to be ninja teens. He's a radical rat. 
Leonardo leads Donatello does machine. Nate's mutant ninja turd. Raphael is cool but rude. Give me a break. Michelangelo is a party dude. Teenage mutant ninja turtles. Teenage mutant ninja turtles. Teenage mutant ninja turtles. Heroes in a half shell. Turtle power. That could have been much, much worse. Yeah. Yeah, I, think I mean, you were here when we did Harry well. Potter. That was a that, that was, was a rough. train wreck. But anyway, uh, so and we've just done the theme song, so we need to uh, then do the title card. And so the title card is they're gonna like they show like one of the turtles like sitting up against the wall and eating pizza. Yeah, yeah. Or like yeah. if it's Leonardo because yeah. Leonardo's a nerd, it's just him like with his sword. Yeah, he's just standing there. Um, with so the, the sword title card thing. here is just let's kick shell. So I figured we would just do an intro with all of us like sitting in the lair. Uh, why don't we talk a little bit about what your turtle is up to and what Splinter's doing and all that? Nick, why don't you start? Okay, well, Raph is definitely watching TV. I think uh, probably some like old movie. Um, it's I I guess he he loves the the channel Turner Classic Movies. I guess he's always on there. He really yeah, does. Yeah, he just turtle like classic movies. turtle classic, turtle classic movies, movies. He loves, you know, like <laughs> Casablanca. Always quoting that thing. It's just, you know, Raph is trying to gather uh, an arsenal of quotes to throw out later on in the episode. So, <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what Raph. So, is what's up he watching? To. What's he watching right now? Um, he, he yeah. I, I I guess he's watching Citizen Kane. It's on. <laughs> <laughs> He's he's trying to think. How am I going to use this rosebud quote? Where's it going to be? I can't wait for you just to yell rosebud in yeah. the middle of like the fight that you're in. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, can't wait for that. Uh, uh, Mikey. Oh, um, yeah. Michelangelo is um. So he open he's opening a box of pizza, getting that last slice, and then he's on a skateboard like practicing kickflips while he's using um uh cord not a not a cordless phone a phone with a cord to order more pizza radical yeah that sounds pretty radical um don so after the whole espresso machine incident (laughs) donatello has moved on to a rice cooker and let me tell you it is not going well (laughs) so so the 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 espresso machine that you make in the opening theme is this like ridiculous rube goldbergian disaster it actually achieves orbit Um, so underneath a what must be a like several stories of holes out of the sewers which have been patched up since then donatello has quite the rice cooker going on it is it is fuming rice is exploding everywhere it's a bad sight to to be fair you could have bought a rice cooker yeah but yeah. oh, for this sure. is one that you made. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I rarely do this, but I'm going to make you roll in the intro sequence because uh, what you just said tickles me, and I want to find out whether you succeed. Ooh, so yeah. why don't you roll uh, does machines? Um, <laughs> I'm doing machines. Uh, and so you can see on your character sheet it has um, like how Looks many? Looks like a D10. D10. Dope. Sweet. A D10, and roll your wild die, which you can use a one-shot die for because branding. Woo. Um, All right. All right, we've got D10 and a wild. And I'm going to need uh, three successes to, or two successes to make it work like you want. And what am I trying to meet here? Uh, you're trying to get a four or an eight to make it work. Awesome. Oh, dope, you blew up. You blew up twice. I blew up twice. Way to waste that roll, Ross. That is exactly what this rice <laughs> this cooker is going to be. an incredible do. rice cooker. Uh, do it again. Roll them both again. 
Cool. So so that's seven total. Six from your first and then one. So that's seven. Nice. And then you had a ten on the first one and then a three. So that so this rice cooker succeeds with flying colors. Tell us what happens. The rice cooker actually makes magnificent espresso. Wow. <laughs> no idea. No espresso. No coffee grounds are going in. But out comes perfect espresso. God, if Donatello's only- not sure why. God, if only any of your brothers ate anything other than pizza. <laughs> Darn shame. This is going right into the trash. Yeah. I don't think we've seen him drink anything either. He's just going to so. pour it right into the sewer, and this beautiful rice is going to float away. <laughs> um, well, so, uh, Donnie, you like you have all this beautiful rice, and you're like going to... like oh, It's the espresso. The rice is way out. You're transforming rice into espresso here. Yes, you have achieved alchemy with yep. your machine. Um, mm-hmm. But, like... Shitty alchemy. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you're not very valuable. Um, uh, Leo is so Leo's been training. He's been on a training kick lately, as he always is. But like, he started to realize that it gets boring in the dojo just by himself because he's the only one with the punching bag. So currently, Leo is hanging upside down, reading a book uh, about the art of leadership. So uh, Master Splinter, like, what would Splinter be doing? Is Splinter watching TV with you? Ralph? Meditating. Yeah, yeah, meditating. he's meditating. Um... Yep, he's uh, he's in his room. Who who knows what he's doing? He's got his laptop in there. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Splinter does have like a. He's the only one with a room that has a door on it. So. He he's um, also the only one that knows that it's no longer the eighties or nineties. <laughs> <laughs> Raph, unfortunately, they cut into your Turtle Classic movie with a Channel Six news report because. Despite the fact this is not Channel 6 News, or this is not Channel 6, whatever channel you guys are watching always breaks into a Channel 6 News report. So uh, I guess all you call your brothers, and we all like gather onto the couch, um, except for Splinter. Um, Any chance for April to wink at us. Yes. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. That's what we all aspire to. Uh, but I have some bad news for you, Don. Uh, this time it's not April doing <gasps> the report. Um, it's not April. It's not uh, her, her nemesis, Vernon, either. Oh, uh, no. It's not even her boss. It's Irma. Irma. Um, uh, for those of you uh, shellheads out there, you'll remember that Irma is April's like nebbish friend mm-hmm. uh, with the glasses, who's like has a huge crush on the turtles. But uh, for whatever reason, she's the one doing the Channel Six report. So she's uh, so what she's saying, like she's like, um, this is Irma, last name, uh, w- with Channel Six News. Um, uh, and she's like, she's having trouble reading the the cards, and like this is obviously like not what she should be doing, like. And it, 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 it's all very confusing. And you also know that like she's holding a cat, which is strange. So uh, she's she's trying to communicate like some sort of uh, problem or disturbance in the city, but she won't even read the cards. So it's basically just like a very awkward broadcast, and then it just cuts out. Like it's that weird thing where like uh, an amateur YouTube video happens, and the camera operator just like t- uh, pans the camera down, and then it turns off. Like they don't even bother to cut the broadcast, and then uh, it's back to Casablanca, Raph. Oh wow! It changed from Whoa. it changed, guys. I was watching Citizen Kane, but something happened. It became Casablanca. Something's up, guys. You probably missed <laughs> the last part, but nothing important happened. You know, on the- I don't know, guys. That didn't look good, and I'm not just talking about the movie. Yeah, where's April? She always does every news report that ever happens in the city of New York. Yeah, let's take one of our ridiculous flying contraptions and get over there. <laughs> Over where? Uh, to the news place. Okay. 
Uh, so you guys all cram into like the ornithopter. The ornithopter. We're gonna use a new vehicle every time we move somewhere. <laughs> okay. Is what the, the hell is, is this? Is the ornithopter thing? a, a cannon? Is vehicle? this is this a vehicle? Did you just make this up? Made it up. Okay. okay. All right. Tell us what this is then. It's basically a turtle themed Leonardo da Vinci esque uh, yes. flying device with multiple propellers that really shouldn't get off the ground, but somehow it does. Also, it looks like a turtle. Yep. How it's it, gonna be a great how, though. Toy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's extremely Toyota. It's very Toyota. Oh my god. Oh, I forgot to do something. Uh I'm supposed to award all of you. We're playing Savage Worlds and I'm oh, supposed no. to award all of you these tokens were... called Bennies uh, and you can use Bennies uh when uh to like do a reroll when you don't like the result of your roll. Um so if you give me one sec, I'm going to give all of you three Bennies and uh I guess Nick just remember that you have three Bennies or as we Americans call them benefits. Oh. That's that's what the that's what the source book says. It says from the American slang for benefits. <laughs> <laughs> so I hate that so much. So and I'll never not hate it. <laughs> Ross, uh, can you get three one shot die things and <sighs> give three to Johnny? And I will throw them in the trash. That's fine. We have so many of these. Give me those. So Ross, bennies. actually take four. I'm awarding you a Benny for what you <laughs> oh, no, did. Stop. Oh sweet, I got a Benny. <laughs> uh, and Nick, you also have three. Uh, and I, as the GM, have three Bennies. Um, so this ornithopter, tell me about it. <laughs> so it's precarious. It looks like a turtle, and somehow it flies. Okay. Um, so we all cram in clam car style. I assume it also launches pizza as oh, a weapon. Like pizza discs. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. That was uh, one of Michelangelo's uh, recommendations, yeah. and it was solid. <laughs> and like any, well, his recommendation was like any pizza that you don't use, you can just eat it. With yeah. It. It's, it's mm-hmm. genius, really. Um, the blimp's in the shop, you see, so. Yeah. You guys are always crashing the blimp too. It, the blimp like never survives. Yeah, no. And and it's always destroyed in such a way that makes it still intact in terms of like it can still slowly fall down. <laughs> yeah. It never like just outright pops. Mm-hmm. Am, am I correct in in remembering that the blimp has spaces for the one or more turtles to like lie down like on the outside of the blimp? Yeah, and look yeah. Out? There's like a weird frame underneath which yeah. the turtles like lie down in underneath. Okay. Yeah. And every time the blimp like is destroyed, that flame launches on un- or that frame launches underneath. Yeah. Like yeah. I just watched this in uh it's like in, in some episode. Oh, it was the one where the um Technodrome was coming back to Earth. Yeah, we love yeah. to they all- separate that- from the blimp and then just let the blimp <laughs> just go. Just see wherever it is. That's why it's in the shop. Yeah. In that same episode, like the blimp soared away and they're like, oh no, we'll never see the blimp again. And later on, like they need it for some minor task. And Donatello just like presses a button and remote recalls the blimp to like God. where they were, even though it was like clearly crashing to the ground before. Love it. Maybe wow. it was a, a second blimp. What a good show. Um, it's got a whole hangar full of blimps. So you launch from, uh, yeah. I assume that weird like sewer aperture that yeah. you guys have where all your vehicles come out of and mm-hmm. you're on a way to channel six news you can land on the the roof because like the helipad some, the helipad yeah. right because like news news stations have that mm-hmm. um so you guys all file out are um i assume we're in trench coats and fedoras because you're in disguise yeah no one but april knows that well i guess irma knows that we're turtles yep okay and uh april's boss and uh co-worker rival know that you're turtles but hate yeah you. okay yeah. yeah so we're 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 incognito Make, yeah, yeah and, in fact, um, I put on my hat and I say, here's looking at you, kid. <laughs> I feel like he for Who, real does where? that in every episode. Yeah, yeah he's always <laughs> saying it. I honestly, when I was a kid, I thought that was a quote from the Ninja Turtles, not from Casablanca. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Raph does that and he looks at the camera because he always yeah. does that too. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and it's it like the child watching this show would understand that <laughs> reference. All right, so uh, you guys head to Channel 6 News, um, and uh, Irma is like, you, you go to April's office, and April isn't there. She shares like an office or cubicle or whatever with Irma, who's like sitting there, and she's like rocking back and forth, and she looks really, really nervous. Hey, Irma, what's wrong? Oh, it's you! It's a turtle! Hey, keep it down! We're trying to be incognito! Oh, uh, it's you! It's the hamsters! All right. Oh yeah, we're dealing with a real mind here. <laughs> <laughs> um, gosh, do I want to have Leo talk to Irma? No, I don't. Okay. Uh, Leo's. Imagine Leo saying something inspiring that keeps you all on task. Thanks, Leo. Um, well said. You're right. Irma is like sitting back, uh, sitting in this chair, and she's petting like this ginger cat, which you've never seen around the um, news station. Hey, I hate to be like a buzzkill, but I'm very allergic to cats, and also my dad is a rat. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm pretty not cool with this. <laughs> it, it really makes him uncomfortable. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, guys, but I've I've really got to I've really got to watch this cat. And when I explain to you what happened, you'll understand why. Okay, well, go ahead. Do 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 do. This is where we go to like a commercial break. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Um, do you guys have any have any nineties products you want to plug during this commercial break? Yeah, I'd love to plug Capri Sun. Go for uh, it. I'm a big fan of Capri Sun. Am I doing a commercial? or Am I just plugging it? You know what? I, Follow your bliss, Johnny. I, I like Capri Sun as a 90s product because it, it embodied everything about the 90s, which was things were extreme. And there was a lot of um, goop. And in the commercials, <laughs> everyone turned into an mm-hmm. Alex Mack-esque uh, puddle of goop. And um, and it was not a good juice beverage. I don't remember it tasting very I good. I think calling it juice is extreme. Juice beverage. Yeah. Fair enough. Juice drink. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it was impossible to get at. You would just stab through the entire container and then you'd be in... I had a lot of trouble with that too. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think. Yeah, there were a lot of things in the '90s. In the '90s, if you ate or drank something, it would turn you into something like goop, or a gusher would make your head a fruit. Um, Yeah, yeah. We liked that. Yeah, we wanted that. Honey crisp or honeycomb? Yeah, you turn into that weird, horrible monster, a Captain Caveman. Yeah, of sorts. You know. It's, you know, that's like the plotline of a horror movie, but yeah, we liked yeah. it as kids. The goop is like the the scariest one because like, are you, are you sentient when you're goop? What, what's your, that would be horrifying. And will I be I, goop I'd forever? Be, I'd be scared of getting drank. You're in a beverage <laughs> commercial, so. Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. Like, is it just like a vicious cycle where everyone's. Also, it, it from the commercials. It makes it look like Capri Sun is um, mercury. Yeah. And which, I always yeah. thought that it mm-hmm. would be a silvery drink. And I was very disappointed when it was like, I think it's clear, right? It's just clear. Yeah. It, it. Yeah. But you know what I did used to do? Blow into the Capri Sun pouch after you drink it mm-hmm. and then smell the smell the, the Capri Sun smell. You, you, I, you, <laughs> you blow up the pouch, I, you squeeze the pouch, it blows out a good smell. <laughs> I had a, a, a kid on my t-ball team who because we, we would get Capri Sun after t-ball games, and he would blow his up, and he'd be like, hey, I, I don't want mine. Do you want it? And he would hand it to me. What an idiot. And it was just an empty uh, Capri Sun. It made me so mad. Oh, my uh, God. Oh, so he was punking you. Yeah, he punked me good. <laughs> oh, man. Ouch. That's, that's rough. All right, so I think we've done our commercial. Yeah, that's a good commercial. That was a good commercial. Mm-hmm. Do, 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 do. Uh, and then they have the like after these messages we'll be right back with yeah, whatever after local. these messages we'll be right back with a whoa that's a fire good. hydrant yes yeah. holy crap so we're definitely going to put that in in between the news um 
And so then uh, we cut back to Channel 6 News, and Irma says, And that's what happened! What? That's insane! Uh, so wait, you're telling me <laughs> that April is that cat? I know it's hard to believe, but I don't know. Maybe Donatello can figure it out. Uh, yeah. Um, you might want to stand back, Michelangelo. I'm gonna have to touch the cat. Um, okay. Uh, uh, I'm gonna do some machines. Oh, you're gonna okay. The cat. Uh, so you well, there's a are you grabbing here? There's, I'll, yeah. I'll go to the science reporter's desk. Uh, the cat does not want you to touch it. You're gonna have to make a check to Whoa, catch this April, cat. April, be cool. It's us, your friends, the turtles. Uh, April hisses. Oh, what? What? Come on. <laughs> Dantel takes off the hat. Look at me, turtle here. Uh, April is placated uh, and jumps into your arms. Ha. Because, you know, you look like a completely different person. But also, you've seen us in trench coats all the time, April. Her brain's like the size of a walnut Whoa, now. Whoa, be it's... cool, man. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, April. Uh, April is purring. Yeah, I do. She's wearing a yellow jumpsuit. <laughs> yeah, uh, miraculously, the cat is indeed wearing a tiny yellow jumpsuit. Um, so, Donnie, how are you going to figure out figure this out? Oh, yeah, so we're going to go to, like, the science reporter's lab and, mm-hmm. like, Test the, the science uh, reporter's lab, one of the most actual things. <laughs> <laughs> this is the 90s when the newsrooms were flush. <laughs> That's true. They were doing. Yeah, they, had, they had no idea what was to come. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, we're going to test to see if. Um, oh, oh, if the cat's eyes match April's eyes from like old video footage. That's oh. so smart. That's so smart. That's, That's really good. Machines. Um, okay, but one of you is going to have to go to the. Um, going to have to go to the archive room and get this uh, footage, because none of you... That's a really good idea, and also, apparently none of you remember what April's eye color is. Um, I couldn't tell you. I think it's black. Yellow? White? Can turtles see color? <laughs> um, uh, so, yeah, how are you guys going to get this footage? Um, don't worry. I've got this covered. Alright. Take it away. Um, so, while well, you guys go to the science... Lab. The um, science reporter's lab, thank you. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I will go the other way towards the archives, and um, I take like a, pre- a press badge off someone's desk as I walk by, and I stick it in my fedora. Oh my god. And uh, I just walk right into the archives. Uh, there's like a, you know, like a 90s nerd. You know, like someone who would be in a big in a BK kids group, yeah, uh, but grown up, but not the not one of the cool ones, not one of the cool ones, not yeah. Kid Vid, mm-hmm. uh, and not... <laughs> right, not Kid, definitely not Kid Vid, um, mm-hmm. not even Jax, like not not anyone, um, no. So he turns around, um, and he says, uh, "Can I help you?" Um, yeah, I'm the press, and I'm looking for some uh, archival footage of reporter April O'Neil. Wait, you're the you're the press? Um, check the badge, friendo. Uh. He looks directly at your badge, which definitely says press on it. He's like, oh, well, can't argue with the badge. Uh, and then he goes to, um, you know, it's like one of those huge, like, dumb uh, 90s machines with a bunch of, like, tapes and stuff around it. Mm-hmm. And he presses a button and, like, a whole bunch of, like, ticker tape sounds happen. And then, like, a little um, a little tape thing comes out. Just like a tape? Yeah, like a coil of, no, not like oh. tape tape, but like a coil of, like, video tape. Okay. Um, uh, thanks. And... Might I inquire, do you happen to have any pizza? Uh, no, this is, a uh, this is Channel 6 News. Oh, I must have had you confused with a real network. Good day. Uh, alright, well, sick burn on him. <laughs> uh, you can take a penny. <laughs> okay, cool. 
he's going to be like feeling really, really dumb about that for a while. Good. So you take the tape back. Yep. So basically, we're going to take this and put this in this contraption, and we're going to have to hold April the cat's eye there, and then look at the other eye. And if we see the match, boom, we'll know it's April. Okay. Uh, so you start up the contraption, and the supposed April like starts freaking out because the no- the noise that it's making is like super. Uh, disturbing. It's like ear splitting. So April, uh, April, like wriggles out of your arms and then dashes away into the hallway. <gasps> oh, that is not good. That is not good. That darn cat. <laughs> right. <laughs> another, <laughs> another movie quote, and another quote from Susan Kane, I believe. There you what? go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that darn cat was his sled. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So the cat has escaped. Um. I'll get, I guess I can get the cat too. <laughs> I, I just. We I should can... all go. We'll have to split up. Uh. Actually, guys. Michelangelo, you did a really good job uh, finding that tape. And Donatello, you're working on this machine. Raph, you're a lazy piece of crap. Why don't you go get the cat? Yeah. Uh, all right. <laughs> I'll go for it. Raph does that like that like cartoon shrug with both hands, basically. Uh, hey, sure. Let's do it. Come here. Come here, you little rascal. Um, okay, so you could use skills to try to um, catch this cat, or you could just narrate to me what you want to do, and we can work out work out a way to make it work. Assuming you don't like try to murder it, which would probably okay. Be I'm definitely not going to murder the cat. I believe it's April, um, and I love April, um, s- secretly. And all right, let's see what Fair. can I do. I have ninjutsu that I can do. I can like do a flip mm-hmm. over the cat or something. Like, you could dude, try to like cat, run along the walls or something like that to catch off. up with it. Yeah, yeah. The cat is. You could um, use turtle power headed... to try to catch it. You could like look for it using notice. You could taunt the cat using cool but rude in the hopes that uh, it might come back to you. I'll I'll do that. I'll taunt the cat. I'll okay. Say... Um. So I'm gonna need you to make a cool but rude roll. Uh. So you have a d eight or is it a d eight? No. You have a d six in cool but rude and um. You have a plus two to that because you are strong-willed, which is one of your edges. Sure. So you're just rolling two d6s, and one of them is a wild die. We'll decide which in advance. Okay, you rolled... Sorry about that. A two and a two, uh, which is not going to be enough. You can now spend a Benny or benefit in order to re-roll. I'm just really doing this to see Johnny's face right now. He's so. You know what? Let me use one of those bennies. <laughs> okay, he's going to use a Benny. Now you can roll both of them again. Um, okay, Ross doesn't get to roll anymore. This fails. So what that looks like, what do you say, first of all? Well, I say, you think you're a cat? You ain't no cat. Come on. Come at me, cat. That's why it <laughs> failed. It was a really bad one. You know? Raph's uh, having an off day today. <laughs> really understand what you mean by that, as it's fairly yeah. certain that it is a cat. So it just kind of, like, mm-hmm. sits there and, like, stares at you for a little while. Mm-hmm. Leonardo comes out of the hallway, and, uh, and he says, what gives, Raph? Hey, come on. Uh, give me a break. I'm here. I'm trying to get this cat. Th- this isn't in my job description. I'm not getting paid enough for this, right? <laughs> All right, I'll help you. But we're going to have to talk about your attitude later. So Leonardo's going to help you, like... All right. Uh, Leonardo's going to help you, like, basically corner the poor animal. Um, and then, like, okay. you... It- it's like it's like capturing a cat, right? you got to make sure there's nowhere yeah. for it to run. Uh, one of you goes low, one of you goes high. The, be- the best way that I've found is to, to get a blanket and throw the blanket, this is real, throw the blanket over the cat and then wrap the cat up so that it can't wriggle around and scratch you. And then you, oh. then you shove it into the into the carrier and it can't put its legs out to hold itself out. So I guess what you guys could do is like take off your trench coat and then throw that on the cat. Yeah, that's smart. Does that work? Okay. 
Yeah, All right. let's do that. So you guys do that, and there's a wriggling April, uh, well, you assume, uh, yeah. inside the trench coat that you can bring back to, to Donatello. Who, at this point, Donnie, um, your machine is making pretty good espresso, so you're proud of that. <laughs> Side benefits. Really? I don't know. Side benefits. Side benefits. Side benefits. Yeah. Um, since April's so freaked out by this machine, why don't we just ask her a question that only April would know the answer to? That's a good plan, but how's she going to communicate in cat? I don't speak cat. Um, well, let's go to the uh, animal husbandry lab. Wait, I've got an idea. Who here does April absolutely hate? Vernon! Yeah, let's get Vernon! Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Okay, so you guys put on your uh, your terrible turtle disguises, uh, and Vernon uh, turns around and sees you and says, Oh, strangers, in Channel 6 News, uh, are you here to see Vernon, star reporter? I'm the press, Vernon. Uh, he, like, squints it, and he says, Well, can't argue with the hat. We've got one question for you. Who do you think this is? Uh, and the cat, like... <laughs> just yowls and goes Meow! and just like jumps directly at <laughs> vernon and just like attacks vernon with a real just oh a gusto that you know april only wishes that she could just attack this man yeah. can, can we say we see one of those like dust piles oh yeah then, yeah absolutely yeah. and it's like uh, a, car- a leg or a, yeah, a yeah. Tail will and like sometimes out. the cat's head comes out and there's like all sorts of like little stars and stuff coming in that uh when the dust clears there's like uh vernon is like cartoon beat up basically he's got a bunch of scratches <laughs> on his face and he, and he goes, I'm ready for my close-up. And then he falls down. <laughs> <laughs> so this appears to be April. Or a cat that really hates Vernon. <laughs> Too many coincidences. It's got to be April. You take the cat back to Ir- Irma. Um, and April, at this point, uh, the cat is, like, purring. Very, very implicated. Like, just had a great time. Had yeah. a great morning. Um, so, Irma, walk us through what exactly happened. Well, uh, I went over to April's this morning. To, to feed a cat because she was out of she was on vacation and uh, I opened the door and all of a sudden uh, this horrible humanoid monster appeared in front of me and it was like a half man half cat person and before I could try to get its number it ran away then, then what's this cat then uh well this cat was left behind and you know it looked at me in sort of a like really right, Irma? Right, which right. made me think that mm-hmm. it might be That's April so I picked it up logical. and I brought it to work yeah. all uh, right so <laughs> so the half man half cat person you, anything else on that like what's the deal there you know well it had uh it did have the same coloring as april's cat um god what would april name her cat like some sort of news thing right edward r Miaro. <laughs> <laughs> i think i think edward all Miaro has to has to take that uh, so, yeah. Um, it did have the same coloring as Edward R. Miaro, but then it ran away. Um, is it possible that this cat is just April's cat, and she touched some ooze, and the last thing that she touched was the cat, and she turned into a cat mutant? Uh, Irma looks directly at the camera and says, Some girls have all the luck. <laughs> <laughs> Well, sounds like we should probably catch all the cat mutants and all the Aprils and just uh, figure out how to sort them back to, you know. Good idea, Donatello. If this happened to April, there might be other people that this happened to as well. Yeah, I wonder. Now that's what I call some cat scratch fever. Am I right, guys? Am I right? (laughs) I guess we can end that scene with a like, do-do-do-do-do-do. And then, like, we can do another commercial, but, like, let's just say this is a commercial break. Uh, and then when we cut back, um, 
it's the familiar red and black sky. It's like a, a red <clears throat> backdrop with like black and gray clouds. And there's the Technodrome, which is a giant orb with various trident-looking arms. It's the Epcot Center ball. But with, evil. But evil, yeah. Yeah, and with weird like mm-hmm. uh, little tridents and like yeah. tentacle things all over it. And, and a huge blinking eyeball. Yeah, it's a very yep. spooky contraption. The eyeball currently is of particular note because it's emitting like a giant green ray into like a, a bizarre vortex. And uh, we pan inside the Technodrome and we see Bebop and Rocksteady who are in giant hamster wheels and they're running on something. And the running is powering like a giant Rube Goldberg machine of some kind. Bebop turns, or you're Rocksteady, right? Yeah. Nick? Okay. Bebop turns to Rocksteady and says like, <laughs> like this is really hard work. Yeah, tell me about it. When do we get a break or something? <laughs> Work faster, you morons. That ray's not going to power itself. Okay, boss. <sighs> like, if this keeps up, I'm going to be bacon. Yeah, and if you stop running, we'll make you extra bacon. Uh, that, of course, is the voice of Krang, uh, a disgusting purple uh, brain inside, like, it looks like a robot baby. It lo- it looks like um, yeah. Or like like the if the Michelin Man were more man than Michelin. Yeah, Ross's voice belongs to the the arch nemesis of the turtles, of course, Orokusaki or the Shredder. Is that what Orokusaki means? That'd be really tight. No, I the think Orokusaki is just, just like a name. Homeboy's name. Yeah. yeah. Wait, what was? The, did someone ask me what the plan was? How do I introduce the plan? <laughs> Boss, why are we running we so go. fast? <laughs> How many times do I have to explain it to you? You're running to power the machine that's blasting radiation straight to Earth. <laughs> it's turning people into their pets and pets into people. What's so hard about that? We'll make an army of mutant pets and we'll capture the humans. My exceedingly convincing foot soldier robots are going to go over there and convince the pets to rise up against their now pet masters. And if they choose to not join our army, we'll capture their humans and hold them hostage. Gosh, I wish I had a pet. You're our pet. Yeah, I I think it'd be cool if I got turned into a wino dog person. Half wino, half dog, half person. Well, maybe if this plan succeeds and you guys are very good, we'll give you your own goldfish. Oh yeah, I did have a pet. He escaped and then mutated into a giant turtle. I miss him. Right, yeah. I wonder whatever happened to that guy. That's a totally strange coincidence. (laughs) Wait, is that canon? Yeah, that's Slash. Oh, I forgot about him. Oh, God. Maybe if I put enough palm trees out, he might come back. Yeah, I was thinking of a different turtle. A girl turtle. (laughs) But we don't need to talk about that. So something comes up. Something comes up on the view screen. And it's like an anthropomorphized uplifted hedgehog uh, named Acoustic the Hedgehog. And, um, uh, Shredder, this is, uh, this is someone who you've been attempting to, uh, get to join your gang, but you're, but, uh, he has thus far refused, so. Come on, look at what the human has done to you. They put you in a cage, and now you can be in this other, different, more spherical cage in Dimension X, which is just better. Hey, Shredhead, what did you do with my owner? That's, like, totally uncool, man! What are you talking about? They're totally uncool. Have you thought of that? Well, I am way past cool, but humans aren't bad themselves. Give me back my owner. No way. Not gonna happen. 
If you ever want to see your owner again, you must join the Great Krang's army. Go ahead and do it. It's really fun. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we have pretty good benefits and paid sick leave. We got some great bennies. Uh, Acoustic, the head, the hedgehog, uh, is still standing fast against your. your I threats. will be up front. Your your four hundred one k won't last until two years, but it's worth it because we match five percent. Come Ooh. on, where are you gonna get benefits like that? No, you're not getting them now. You guys make a really good point. Do you guys serve chili dogs? Do we ever? So, uh, Acoustic, the hedgehog, has agreed to join your. Uh, to join your terrible, terrible gang. And you didn't have to threaten uh, threaten his owner. He apparently didn't care that much about his owner. <laughs> the tiny bit. We can cut back to uh, what the turtles are up to now. Uh, and you have, like, you have April with you. In your turtle van, I guess, right? That's probably the easiest way to... April the cat? Yeah. Yeah. So we've, we've, we've moved on to the van. Yeah. <clears throat> so. Well, you're in a different scene, traveling scene now, yeah. so you need a different vehicle. Um, yeah, uh, so the April the cat is just like, um, playing with yarn, basically, in the corner of the van. Donnie, I assume, is driving. I'm sketching. You're what? <laughs> sketching. I'm on a skateboard, and I'm holding onto the back of the van and just riding behind me. <laughs> I did not know that was what that was called. Dang, that's radical. Yeah. No. That is radical. That's, Cowabunga! That's so radical. I'm a party dude. What can uh, I say? I'm going to need you to make a party dude check, actually. Oh, uh, sure. Your party oh, dude wait. stat is, you have a D10 in party dude. You might actually have the highest stat of anyone in anything in party dude. Yeah, well, party dude is pretty vital. Uh, so, Russ, can we... Okay, so we he needs a D10 and a D6. Uh, that's a, se- a 7 and a 1. Okay, uh, so you got over a 4, which is success. So you're able to... You can have, like, a respectful party. Like, okay. you're not, like, fucking up any traffic or anything like that. We, dr- we drive past a guy who just went to, a, a like, buy the slice pizza place, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I yanked mm-hmm. the pizza out of his hand on the way. Yeah, I'll allow it. Thanks, yeah. dude! Yeah, but he's the only person on the street, because, um, you know, the most of it's empty. Yeah, well, animating individual people is very expensive. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You guys get back to uh, back to the lair. I guess just, like, release April in the lair, right? April's yeah. running around. Hey, don't She'll scratch be the fine. couch! Oh, she definitely scratches the couch. Oh. <laughs> Splinter, um, there's a cat loose. <laughs> Watch out. But also, it's April O'Neil, our friend, the reporter from the news. Uh, Possibly. It's possibly April. <laughs> it may uh, it you... may also be just April's cat. Uh, <laughs> uh, you hear, like, a voice, like, through a bathroom door basically saying, like, In a moment, my sons, there is something I must attend to. <laughs> uh, and uh, he, like, opens the door and it is a tiny human version of Splinter. Oh, what what is even happening? Are you? Is there a big rat somewhere now, or a regular sized rat, or a big dude? I cannot speak to that possibility, Michelangelo. All I know is that a strange green ray struck me, and I am as you see now. Is, do you prefer this to being a giant rat? I have had worse. That doesn't answer my question, but okay. <laughs> Uh, Leonardo is, like, absolutely beside himself at this. Like, he doesn't really deal with change well. Where'd you get those tiny clothes? <laughs> uh, well, the tiny clothes, I assume, are, like, actually from, like, probably your action figures. Like, I bet right. he just, like, raided that. Yeah. I mean, you didn't want him to run around like a little naked dude, did you? No. That would yeah. be weird. I'll, you know, although, if you are going by, um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, Secret of the Ooze, mm-hmm. the ooze does affect clothing as well. When yeah. Super Shredder becomes Super Shredder, his clothes 
Right. True. And Change I was also plot. like trying yeah. to think about this. It's not ooze exactly. It's like a weird radiation. Oh, this is I realized a ray. that ooze right. would just like D. Mm-hmm. Ooze would just like D um, mutate a lot of you guys, and I didn't want to make it so that if the beam struck you guys, you would just like fair, fair. Um, so anyway, you're right. That's, you're right. That's more of a. Mm-hmm. This is more of a um, Super Mario Brothers movie. Uh, mm, yeah, de evolution ray. That's a good way to think of it. Yeah. Also, like okay. I just wanted something to happen to Splinter, and I wasn't sure what. Sure. Um, wait. So does this mean there's a chance that this calamity is not just happening to April like it usually does, <laughs> and is actually affecting lots of different people? This is a catastrophe. Yeah, this might be Good the one. most successful the most successful plan Shredhead has ever had. Wow. Leonardo is just like weeping looking at <laughs> at, uh, at Splinter. He can't handle this at all. Leo, don't worry, he's like fine, just small and a person. <laughs> yeah, you... we can fix this. Are you okay, Master? Splinter like walks right up to him and like pats his knee and he's like I will be fine, my son. Look at it this way, Leonardo. Otherwise, the cat and Splinter, it really wouldn't have gone well. And now the cat has a small human toy. Actually, this probably isn't good either. No, Splinter uh, uh, has a mount now. Nice. Do 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 do. That's all the turtle time for this week, heroes. Join us in two weeks as we get dimension wrecked. Thanks again to all the Gen Con heroes I met and who came to our panels on starting an actual play podcast and finding a game system that fits your story. And the One Shot Network panel. I want to give a shout out to fellow One Shot news show Warda. Ward is run by my friends Allie and Drew, and it's a fantasy setting that uses the fate system that's coming at you via podcast and the one-shot Twitch stream. Definitely check it out. See you next time, heroes. (laughs) 